I don't know. There's, <laughs> she's very attractive. I had never seen her before. Oh, I, 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 that's not my style of uh, video I, viewing. I I'm into old-fashioned one-on-one stuff. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just a classic guy. There's guys out there, though, that are like, feet and DPs, that's all I watch. That's Nothing gets me off like feet and DPs. Hey, cheers and welcome to <laughs> From Behind the Barcast, the podcast for bartending service industry and drinking in general. I'm Paxson. I'm Clint. And that's Clint. Hey. I'm not doing that. Today <laughs> on the podcast. Cheers. Oh, cheers, cheers brother. Oh, on, yeah, man. we got a, yeah, I'm a, we had a long weekend. Yeah. Okay. I had a long weekend. Uh, so let's talk about what we're drinking. So we're drinking a drink called a night in Jalisco. Yeah, Jalisco. Yes. In a word, I have for whatever reason. I'm trying to say Jalisco ten times before the podcast, and every time I was like Jalapeno, Hubris. It, it got so worse. Calico. So <laughs> I added you fifteen letters. I can't. It. I just it has, this word has defeated me. But it's made uh, with uh, blue agave crystal head vodka. Thank you, uh, Brandon Casper and uh, Wicked Cakes. Oh. Oh, no for donating Brandon, this. Oh, that's fucking dope. So, uh, Thanks, shout Brandon. out to Wicked Cakes. We uh, sell their desserts at Circa. It's my oh, p- most popular selling desserts. They make some great cakes. Okay. He is the most unassuming cake maker I probably know for a you know hefty ex-military guy to make cakes. Oh, wow. Yeah. But they make some damn good cakes. What do you mean? Chocolate yeah. ganache layer cake and a uh, mixed berry cheesecake. So, is that exclusively where you get where you guys get your desserts Just from? those two. We also make a few of our own desserts. Yeah. Like you know, you make your own creme brulee and stuff. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you but, gotta you gotta fire up the top. You're on your own. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this is all right. So as I was looking at it, it's the Crystal Head Skull Vodka, which right. is Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Right? But this is blue agave vodka, so it's blue agave and it's grain. Yes, it's grain so and blue agave. How 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 is it considered vodka if it's made from blue agave? Is like they're fifty percent. It's got to be more grain than more agave. grain than blue agave. I feel like the agave is probably just an accent. You know, we tasted it when it was right. you know, just straight. And it had, you know, like you said, that petrol smell to it. Yeah. So it was, it's more, definitely more vodka than tequila, I guess. Right. But the, it's got the tequila, like, um. Isn't there another ingredient in tequila besides agave? Water. Oh. Mexican tears. Mexican tears, yeah. <laughs> this is, has alien tears in it. Yeah, exactly. If you don't Dan know Ac- about Dan Aykroyd and aliens, yeah. holy shit. Just, all you got, you probably just, like, YouTube, Dan Aykroyd talks about aliens. Yeah. And, you'll and be it's, like, this dude is fucking insane. Yeah, Alex Jones thinks he's insane. <laughs> That's how crazy Dan Aykroyd is about aliens. <laughs> It is. Whew. And he's so passionate about it, too. And it's like, you know, Dan Aykroyd, he's like a smart guy. He writes really yeah. great scripts. He, he was in Coneheads, though. He was in Coneheads. So he's like, <laughs> yeah. maybe that's what changed him. He's like. You think that got him? So he watched Indiana Jones and the Temple Skulls or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? And then he was like, he started finding out about that. And then he did Coneheads. He's like, oh, I'm full convert. Yep. Aliens brought Crystal Skulls to, to the earth. And they had Conehead Skull Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Why hasn't he put a cone out yeah. on those fucking things? I bet he wants to let that go. I bet he does not like talking about cone heads. Because, I mean, he did it on Saturday Night Live for years, and then the movie. Was there two movies? I, th- I only remember one. I remember having kind of a crush on the on the, cur- the Who didn't? The daughter. She was the girl in um, uh, Dazed and Confused. She was Randall Pink Floyd's girlfriend in Dazed oh, and Confused. Oh, I didn't know that. That's why, you, uh, yeah. And she, she wore those 70s pants? Yeah, she was very attractive. I mean, yeah, even with a goddamn <laughs> cone head. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine getting head with a cone head? <laughs> That's literally getting domed. You'd, get, you'd be getting poked. I don't know if it would work. You'd have to. She's like, you want me to put the tip in your belly button while I do? <laughs> Speaking of Adriana Cheshire, use that, use that cone head for Will good. Will you DP my belly? <laughs> <laughs> two, two, two cone heads are better than one. So this is, this is a mixture of the blue agave vodka tequila. Yes. Cilantro. Cilantro. Muddled with lime and and agave nectar. Nectar and jalapeno. And a jalapeno. And just cilantro crumbs because they were out of cilantro at Publix. So I picked up the last few remaining leaves. So this man right here, they were out of the bunches of cilantro. But as happens, whenever you're pulling cilantro out of a basket, some of the leaves are going to (laughs) fall. So So Clint came here with a handful of rando cilantro. I just threw them in the bag with the jalapenos. And the guy working there looked over and I was like, there's some cilantro over there. I'm like, I'm not buying a package of cilantro for $7. Whenever these bunches would be 79 cents a piece yeah. if there were any bunches here, you know? So I got it for free. I mean, it was, uh, jalapeno <laughs> is 22 cents. So what's the weight of four cilantro right, stems, yeah. you know? I maybe have one penny for cilantro. 
But it worked. It's a good drink. It's got I mean, it a very out, yeah. interesting flavor. So the salt rim, too. The first pour, I, I didn't get much cilantro in it. But the second pour, it was like, boom. It was like um, like effervescent almost. You know what I mean? Because the I, I love cilantro anyways. Like If I make salsa, I fucking kill it with cilantro. I, like, I, go, I, mean, I, I love fuss so much, I go ham on the cilantro. Mm. Cilantro is great in fud too because it's so fresh and it's right and it's on top. Cheap, yeah. You know, so you could just chop it up and throw it on all kinds of stuff. And it's almost like rice noodles. It whittles down like once it gets in the hot broth. It's just yeah. like another noodle kind of thing, except it's still got a little. And, bit I, of and I learned from when I first started eating pho from my uh, buddy Poe. Shout out to Poe for teaching me how to eat pho. Thank you, thank you for probably one of the but best he's not, things in my he's life. He's not a Viet though. He's Chinese. He's Chinese, but you know, it, I guess Asian. he was all Asian food. Yeah, right. Um, but. You you actually put the stems in when you do pho. You put to crack it. No, I know. Yeah, I, I use them as noodles. And of. I would not have done that. I, I would have oh, always just used been the, picking the leaves off. Prior to that in my life, I just used leaves. But now I use the stems. Like this has some stems in it. It's a, It's just like a, a, the bean sprouts. It's another crunchy. Yeah. Fresh. I like a lot of the accoutrements in my pho. Me too. Like I, you know, it's an, it takes me an hour to eat a bowl. I like all the accoutrements that aren't liquid. So like I'll yeah. put a little bit of lime in there, but like I love a million bean sprouts and fucking cilantro stems and fro puts. Seven limes. In his <laughs> right. pho. I never. I keep. We went and got fun in Florida somewhere, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm like, you're just having lime soup." You know, there's a great lime shortage right now, just like the great chicken wing shortage. Do you remember that lime shortage? Like yeah. ten or eleven years. They were ago? like two bucks a piece or something because, like, at work, I um, you'd give them to the VIPs only. Well, no, exactly. And when uh, like someone would like one of the barbacks would like try and cut them or something, I'd be like, "No, I'm cutting all the fucking limes tonight. Yeah. I have to get the most out of them, and I want to cut them correctly." Yeah. So that I can get the most out of each of them. Yeah, you're like giving somebody the end piece because you're like, here, you're, you're kind of a VIP. I don't know. I don't, get, I, don't, I don't know you that well. I, mean, we, I was at piece. 45 Bistro bartending then, and we would keep them, you know, hidden out of sight behind the bar. And people would be like, oh, he's got a lime. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, uh, they, he brought that in himself. It's his personal lime. Everyone, you get a you get fifty cents off of your drink if you bring your own lime. You get a margarita. Ooh, Ooh yeah. yeah, it's gonna be thirteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I'll use the the Rose's sweet lime juice for you. You don't yeah. get you don't get real lime. There was there was definitely no not a lot of gimlets going on that time. <laughs> no giblets that time. Scurvy was scurvy was running <laughs> rampant in Savannah. Uh, can you, Wasn't it caused by the cartels too? Oh, I think yeah. You know what? That's probably true. Yeah, because like supply chain of everything can be affected if there's like a. A problem in the country because when I went to Tulum, Mexico in 2011, in Tulum, the Zetas had just taken over. Like, you know, they had, like, they, they had made that their territory. They, uh, they hung the mayor off of his own balcony and took over his house and shit like Fancy. that. So we went at like <laughs> the perfect time. We were at a resort for the first four days because it was a, f- a music festival at a resort. But then uh, we had a friend that lived there. Just happened to live in like in Tulum. We did not plan this around her her being there, but she just fucking happened to live there, which was great. So we went to so we went and stayed with her in Tulum, and she gave us the rundown. And her boyfriend was a national from there, and he spoke enough English to be able to talk to us. And he he was like our guide to like you know not get us killed. But one day it's like two in the afternoon. I went to a shop to get a soccer jersey because I was just like I I want to buy. I have no idea who these teams are really, but but you wanted to get an authentic exactly. But they was only, it made in China? <laughs> no, but they only, I think it was made there because it only went up to like a medium. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So I keep, so the guy keeps pulling mediums out. And I'm like. So you got like a Zeke jersey? I'm like, look at me, man. <laughs> yeah, it looked like an undershirt for a football jersey. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm trying these things. I, 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 I tried one on just to prove it to him. I was like, look. Oh, yeah. So after like, th- he opened three more and I was like, these are not going to fit me. He starts to push me out. He's like, get the fuck out. Get, or, you know, and he pushes me out. And when I, when I get pushed out of the thing, I look down the road, and there's two cartel guys, for sure, that, like, perked up. They're like, what's going on here? Yeah. And I was like, boys, do not put me in a stack of tires and light it on fire. <laughs> I'm not doing anything to this. I'm guy. leaving. I'm just too yeah. big for this store. But so during that time, the girl that, um, that, w- that we were staying with that lived there, she worked for a textile company. And she was having problems with supply chain because – Certain oh, so they couldn't just couldn't get large. There's okay. just certain thing. Well, no, no, I don't know about the fucking the soccer jerseys. I just don't think they had larges anyways because no one's over five six in Mexico. Right. But um, but she she worked for a textile company and they had problems getting there, like you know, just like woven fabrics and shit because certain trade routes get just cartel blocked. And they're like, are you going to pay the fucking pay the premium to get through our piece of land here? No. Yeah, well then, no. fuck you. I'll shoot you. So, uh, speaking of small shirts, you ever go to Mark Jacobs? When Mark Jacobs was in Savannah, it was on the corner of Broughton downtown. I remember and seeing it, but I didn't know what Mark Jacobs stuff was. So, 
well, it's apparently for Mexicans because me and my buddy V went in there. Shout out to V, I know you're listening. To get he he was not. He's also here at the time. a large boy like us too. He's a big boy, so he want, he saw this shirt online. They had it said Savannah on it and like a nice picture of the sunset. So we went in there and we walked in. They were like, uh, "Can we help you?" Like all kind of concerned why we were there. And I'm like, "It's kind of weird." I'm like, "No, we just want to get this one shirt." And they're like, "Yeah, I, I don't think we don't have it for you." And I'm like, "What?" So all they had was up to mediums. Really? And I was and they had. A hundred of them. Were they purposely capping off their Mark clientele? Jacobs. Yeah, they, that's their. They cater like, to we the, don't want our clothes to the slim, to the slim crowd. Yeah, because like you know Tim Dillon, he wears the triple XL polo yeah. shirts, but they'll make them for him. He's like, these are the only clothes that fit me really well. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so so uh, so they have an aesthetic that they want. They don't want a Mark Jacobs shirt. Yeah, they had like medium, fucking- small, extra small was what they had. So. We're they're being kind of rude to us, so just to be dicks, we took a medium each and put it on. I mean, got it all the way down, all stretched out, and they're like, yes. and like you know, the guys that work there fit this description, so they couldn't stop us from doing whatever we wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. So they were like, wait, please, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, so you don't have a large back there? I'm going to see if I can squeeze it into it. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, let's see if it'll fit. fit. So we kind of, we got it down. It was all just ruined. <laughs> Took it off. And I'm like, no, nope, that doesn't work. You're right. And we were in the middle of the store, <laughs> shirtless, and just like whatever. And these two little, like, prissy gay yeah. boys are like, uh, well, don't fucking push me to do that. Yeah. You made me do this. Yeah, you were rude. You were acting like a fucking dickhead to me. Yeah. That's like if someone walks in to the bar, and they're like, I'd like a beer. I'm like. You might want a Bud Light. I don't think you can handle a 7% yeah, IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No like, draft for you. <laughs> you like you got gas already. So, um, speaking of, uh, well, walking into a bar, and if you don't know the people that work there, and you're, like, meeting someone on a Tinder date, right, which this this happened yesterday, so I was working the, I have a few great stories from bartending the outside bar yesterday when it rained a little bit. Rainy stories are good. But, um, so... I'm, uh, and I've talked about it on the podcast before. I've had friends that have come into the bar, and if if I know that if I know them and they're close to me and I like them, and I whether I know they're bringing in a new girl or a new guy or whatever, <clears throat> um, if they bring them in, I'll always do my best to make them seem like as cool as possible. Yeah, you want you know you want to do anything out. for my friends. But then on the other side of that coin. Sometimes people come in that I don't really like or that I don't really know that well, and they'll try and oh, they'll try they'll and try and pretend big, like I'm their best. They'll fucking, try and big time, and then I'm like, oh no, I will ruin you. I'm gonna sleep with her before you do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm like a, I, will fuck you, I will fuck you over if you try and use me like use me as a fucking crutch. If we're not friends like that, yeah. Man. But if we are friends, I'll do whatever. So, anyways, this guy comes in yesterday, and so one of the hallmarks of a Tinder date happening, and the way you can predict it. One person shows up at least five to ten minutes before the other person yeah. does, right? So this guy comes in and he sits down, and he's like sort of timid, and you could. You Do could you, tell, know, you don't know him? I don't know him. No, okay. I didn't know either of them. So uh, you could tell he's kind of timid, and he was just like uh, Bud Light. He 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 wanted to sit down and start drinking something, so it seemed like he was already like being casual and hanging being out, being casual and relaxing, cool or whatever. So obviously I didn't pick up on what the situation was right at that moment, but um. So probably like five or six minutes pass. And this girl comes in. And, and yeah, so, so I, see, I see him on the phone. And he turns, waves. I'm still kind of like not. I, they seem super familiar. Yeah, because you do. I mean, right away. I'm not talking, you know, beforehand. But I didn't pin it as a tender date right away. So, uh, so she orders whatever. Stella Cider is what she got. Okay. So uh, then he switched to Stella Cider after she started. Oh, no. So then I was like, hey, are you guys? So he, so he, she's in charge, basically. No, see, I think the thing was he ordered that Bud Light out of like a reaction, just reaction just so he'd have something in front of him. But then he was like, oh, you guys have the Stella Cider. Like he, he had some familiarity with it. Oh, okay. So he was a. But he didn't look like a dude that would typically drink Stella Ciders, but he, that's, he kept drinking them for the rest of the. The time he was yeah, there. I don't look. We don't look like Stella Cider right, guys. Right, exactly. Yeah, so he kind of you know imagine us asking for a Stella Cider. You know what I mean? Like I do it like that probably. And like hey, Stella, Stella Cider, Stella please. But um, so I hear them talking and they're doing the we don't know each other, get to know each other sort okay. of talk, okay. right? So it's going down and like they're not. Uh, they end up getting food. Like when I asked them if they wanted menus, they're like, oh, did you want? Like they were like, it was almost like we we're just meeting out here for drinks. But sure, I'll eat. That's Something. good. I mean, that's yeah. a good sign the date's going well. Because if you're not timid, if you're not Ooh. too timid to eat in front of someone like early on, like Especially obviously don't your, get like chicken wings. And at your restaurant like though, it's like seventy five percent handheld food. 
Right, yeah, exactly. Nachos, pizza, wraps. You've got to use your hate, which is you, you're in the there. opportunity for mess. And yeah, you don't sure, want to yeah. get yeah. messy on your Tito's and vodka shirts. Well, and that's a nice shirt, too. Well, he wasn't wearing any Mark Jacobs things, so I don't think so, he cared yeah. about. <laughs> I can't eat anything or my nipples are going to choke in the shirt. <laughs> and it's cold. <laughs> but um, so they're talking. All right, so and it's, it seems like it's going pretty well for them. You know, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is cool. So, like. I'm just, it's nice to watch that metastasize. Like like, oh, yeah, they're doing good here. And um, and I don't know either of them, but I'm, I'm pretty excited that it's going well. And they both get food. They both eat. And a little time passes. And they, like, they're not like, they probably drink like six beers a piece or six ciders a piece, whatever. So then uh, we get a little busy, so I can't like kind of eavesdrop Are they getting on. closer? Like, you know, you know right, leg so the, rubbing going on or anything? The only body language difference that I saw was instead of her being uh, like directly forward, she started to lean in sort of way, but she wasn't like doing the reach out and bump him on the arm, you know, like yeah, the typical like body language. That awkward things, first. But little... she wasn't not into it. Okay, you know what I mean? Like she she. Had, I'm like, cheering for this guy. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. And he was like, he he was being super cool, or whatever. So then, like I said, I'm I'm away for my head is away from them for a few minutes, and I come back, and the first thing I heard after like a ten minute respite of kind of eavesdropping in on him, she goes. So then I thought, I have two choices. I can either be a stripper or a bartender. Oh. I was oh. like, where the fuck? So you're now re-intrigued completely. I was like, oh, I got to hear where the rest of this goes. The dude, like, had full interest up until that moment. He shut down almost completely. They had their ticket and were wrapped up within five minutes of that. I, so I don't know what happened between... Was she a stripper or a bartender? Oh, yeah, no. I, I need to know. <laughs> I need no, to I know. I think I heard was her. Was she attractive? Yeah, yeah, she was. I think I overheard her talking about being a bartender, like uh, something like that, like being a bartender. So I think that she didn't... She didn't. She, it's odd that there are... You know, we know most... Not most people, but you'd recognize somebody in the industry in Savannah for the most part because you just run into them. And but you, see, I don't know if they were from here. I'd never seen them before. A, a, a vacation Tinder date? That is true. But she could bartend in pool or neither she one of us would She could somewhere downtown at like a place that I don't go to. Because like when I go downtown now to bartenders, I mean, I live downtown for a while. And I work downtown. I have all but four of the last 20 years. And so I used to know almost every sure. bartender downtown. The bars, I, I mean, I didn't go to 309 West or anything or yeah. whatever that other bar where the temperature is, 47,000 degrees or whatever. 52 Celsius. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I refuse to know what temperature that bar is. But uh, so I didn't, you know. I used to know bartenders, but I go out now downtown. It's been very, you know, few and far between, especially the last few years. I go out. I don't know who the hell anybody is. I'm like, I'll go to Molly's because I know there's a couple people there that I know, or I'll go, you know, I, I end up going back to where I work and getting drinks and yeah, route and then, to everywhere else because I'm going yeah. to get one, a stronger drink, two. Discounted or free. Discounted or free. Yeah, yeah it's going to be hooked up a little bit versus you go some places and you get like the cup that's so small you can't fit all your hands, fingers on it. I'm telling you, they they make the ten ounce cups look like the twelve ounce cups now. So like even at the quarter down here, the place with the wing pandemic where we can't get wings anymore. Didn't have wings last week. Update: No wings last week. I went in to pick up to go food, and I asked, and I got a soda, like a sprite or whatever. And so they shaped their sixteen ounce cup. Well, what used to be sixteen ounce cups, which are now fourteen ounces. Okay. But they shaped them the same way to to take off those two ounces of liquid. And like, how much money are you saving making a year with that little bit of know. difference? Oh, and they have the short straws. It looks like somebody chopped off part of it for yep. something else. See, all right, so it's just like when you trim your bush, your dick looks bigger. Yeah. yeah. All right, so if you keep the same cup shape. you got to have smaller straws. Smaller straws, you know? But they're often like McDonald's thickness straws, too. Not there. Not anymore. Ugh. It's all those little I mean, your job, man. you have to drink out of, <laughs> out of, out of a cocktail <laughs> we straws. We went down to cocktail straws, which I'm fucking cool with. Because yeah. most people are like, can I get a real straw? I'm like, you want to bunch four of these up together? Because <laughs> you can tape. have that, yeah. <laughs> but see, I prefer the little straws because like... You can eat them? Because I, I can eat them. When I, when I drink, I like to um, take little sips. You know what I mean? And like, especially if I'm like... Yeah, I, I don't buy thick straws because I'll chug a cocktail. That's what I'm saying. You drink it so fucking fast. I mean, look, we're on this podcast and I can probably drink one. I mean, I've already drinking like... That's good. I've already drank like one and a half of these yeah. in like fucking 10 minutes. And that's because I'm sipping. Like when I, when I have a straw, cause I, I always bring my own cup to the bars. I, have, I go to Sam's and buy styrofoam cups, yep. lids, and straws. I bring it everywhere I go. When oh, I go yeah. out, I got my cup. Oh, and yeah. just a little peek into my real life, I have a backup cup in my car when I bring <laughs> my car. And there's like five straws in my glove box. Because one time, somebody threw my straw in the trash 
up at Huckapoo's, Probably and me. I was like, ah, no, well, no, because I don't, I make my drinks, so you don't have to. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know what situation it was. It was somebody that was like newer or something, and I was uh-huh. like, hey, make me a drink. Like, and they, are you new here? And they just asked me, like, chucked the lid and straw, and I was like, no. Okay, well, I'll get another straw, and they're like. We don't have any straws, and I like went into full panic mode because I washed the lid off. Drip of sweat. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you can't wash a straw, right? No, like, you yeah. can't. So I'm like going around There's asking no a straw every up. female. I'm like, hey, do you have straws in your car? And Rachel was like, hold on, I got a stash, but you can't see where it's at. She like disappeared and came back with a straw. She was like, this is one of three. So current, well, currently at Pooh's right now, there is one stash of. I, I know where they are. But there was an accident that they ordered them, you know, because they weren't the straws that we would have did, before. Did, was this because of the sea turtles? I have no idea. I told the lady, were you there? I don't know if you were there. That afternoon that a lady was like, this was pre-pandemic, and we had straws then. And she goes, y'all shouldn't have straws. They're bad for sea turtles. We got to an argument. And I was like, just because of this, I'm going to go to the beach tomorrow and stab a sea turtle in the eye with a straw. You told her that. <laughs> yeah, she got, she got, she asked to talk to the manager. Oh, I was like, star- I am the manager. Am the manager. <laughs> and she was like, what? Yeah, so boom. she asked Mike, she was like, I need to talk to the manager. He goes, that's right there. <laughs> and I was like, yes. Mike is good for something. Power move. Tragic Mike Power is good move. for something. That's amazing. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> it's happened like multiple times. It's happened to me twice up there. Someone's been like, I want to talk to the manager. And I was like, I am, I the, am manager. the manager. And they asked somebody else. Classic. And they were like, he's the manager. I'm like, ha, 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 That's ha, fucking ha. amazing. That it worked. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Both one time it was because of the ring toss during the football game. Because the TV, it's outside. You can't throw That's the right. ring toss. Yeah. It'll hit the TV. Yeah. And it was during a Georgia game, and this guy's kid was over there, and I was like, "Hey, man, your kid can't do that." Like the football game. So I had, we had tied up the the string, and he kept doing. It. He's like, oh, "I brought my kid here to play ring toss." I'm like, "I know you don't want to play with your kid on your one weekend a month visitation, but uh, right. maybe you should." And so eventually, scissors, clipped that ring right yeah. off, and the guy was like, "The fuck? I want to talk to the manager." I'm like. Right here. What's I just up? managed this situation yeah. right here. I'll manage another so, one. What's so he, up? He went inside and asked somebody at the bar, and they were like, looking. I was staring at him. They were like, guy out there with the glasses on. And he's like, he was like, God damn it. I can't believe. And then by the end of the, he was a Georgia fan. So by the end of the game, he was trying to like high five me during plays and like, I like high five Poe to people. And I was like, not you. Did you go, wow, wow, yeah, skip, yeah. Wow, yeah, wow. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, not you, buddy. I'm gonna take my business elsewhere. I'm like, I'm sure they're gonna miss your three Bud oh, Lights and Coca-Cola. Are you leaving? That's un- that's unfortunate. That's terrible. It's always it's weird that like when someone's that kind of douche, they have a stereotypical cock beverage, like they're drinking like a Bud Light. There's a lot of angry Bud Light drinkers out there. A lot of angry Bud Light drinkers. There's also a lot of angry like bourbon ginger whiskey ginger drinkers. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink a lot of bourbon because it makes me a little, a little tense. I like bourbon fine, but see the the reason they drink certain things like that is they're like. What's your cheapest? They know that if they get a well bourbon, it's probably the cheapest thing in the. But it's strong. Plate. But it's strong, and we put ginger ale in it, you know, or or, or it, it, they'll be like, "Let me get a bourbon and cuke." If they say cuke? A bourbon and cuke, I know that they're only going to give me the three dollars that it costs, <laughs> and they're going to want to talk to the manager after a while. Do you guys get um, Tinder dates a, a lot at your place? I don't. I probably I probably had two in the time I've been there because you're mostly tourists because they go to the bar so oh right so they'll go to the bar instead of coming into the dining room right. and we're mostly tourists so I don't get a lot of them but like I had I, I had a few at Lily's and it would almost I, all but one time it was somebody I knew they were like hey I'm gonna bring a date in tonight I was, oh cool yeah and if they tell you I'll, you can fucking get it set I mean, up I mean I like, up I'm oh a, yeah. A, yeah they sit down champagne taster like I mean when yep. people come in that I know like I don't get a lot of my friends in because it's expensive to eat where I work and it's a very it's yeah, kind so of eclectic. You, so you're not trying to prompt them to come there all the time. Yeah. You're just like, look, look, I know this is. But when you come in, like, I'm going to, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, yeah, up. I'm gonna massage the fuck out of your table. Yeah. And make you not have to do like just t- if you if you'll eat anything, I'll take care of it. I'll yeah, bring yeah. you food. Let me. I'll just tell me what you like, what you don't like, yeah. and I'll fucking and I'll just take I'll care mold of something around. You. Yeah, and you'll and you'll enjoy everything. Um, but I, I'm trying to think of, I haven't had any awkward Tinder dates though. So I, I def, I've I've had more successful ones, I think, because I think. Tinder and I've never Did been that on. Couple leave together. You, you when you got in, they just, just dipped out. I, I don't think they were leaving together. They left at the same time, but, but it was over. I I could tell the dude was over it because he, he he had this air about him where he was like a good guy, a nice guy, and he wasn't looking like which is weird. And they might not have met on Tinder. It might have been another. It could site. have been Bumble. But the thing about Tinder is, I, and I've I've never been on a, a dating website because I don't need Tinder. I'm a bartender. You know what I mean? Like that's a bartender. Yeah, because, like, think about it. As a bartender, every girl that is in that place has to speak to you at one point. Yeah, and it's going to, and, and when they're drunk, they're going to be a little flirty. That's what I'm saying. So, like, so this dude, you could tell, so it might not have been Tinder necessarily, but I always viewed Tinder as, like, people meet up so they could fuck each other. Yeah. Like, let's go get drunk and fuck, and then maybe if something happened. Yeah. I, I DJed a wedding one time where they met on Tinder. 
Oh yeah, I've, I've I I know a couple people that have gotten married because of Tinder. So it can work, you know. However, whatever. But you could tell this guy was like, he, he was getting on a. He he seemed like maybe he was a busy guy, or he had something going on where he didn't have enough time to like be social himself and like right. to go out there. So it wasn't farmers only. I mean, it kind of could have been farmers only. He was like the salt of the earth type of guy. Okay. So that's. Do so you think he didn't like her because he was a bartender? Or she considered being a was he? He seemed kind of Christian. I think they drank the the exact same amount as each other. So each of them had beer for beer or cider right. for cider, right? Once she had like once she had like a four or so, her hood started coming out. Oh, her fucking, okay. Not okay. hood, but like her like her truth. So she was from out. Savannah. Okay. So it was kind of like so then so then I was thinking I was like okay. When has anyone ever had the only the choice between I'm either gonna be a bartender or a stripper? Yeah, like Walmart's hiring. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you're never stuck between you know stripping and bartending. Go to ZipRecruiter. You know what I mean? Like go to Monster. Yeah, there's a you lot could, of things you could do besides strip and bartending. Besides strip and bartending. I, I, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued by what was the middle of that conversation. Now, see, that. I wish I would have heard that. Too and much. I guess he was either a anti bartender or she was a stripper for a while. And he was well, like, I think, well, possibly, but I think when he heard like how much, cause he kept it, um, he kept it pretty to the vest. It seemed like he, he like wanted to get to know her, but like, he wasn't going to tell her how bad he felt the other day because of him being depressed or something like that. He was keeping right. it on a casual level. He, she you know was being I mean? more open than he and was. She was just, Maybe she was in college, and she was like, "Look, I can either, I can either strip right, a bartender yeah. while in college because it's easy. It's easy money in a short, yeah. you know, short amount of time." I just, for the most I, part. I think he had a, a certain decorum, and she, that decorum left her after four ciders, and and, and maybe he was like, and this could be all speculation. Like he could have just been like, "Oh, she's ugly. I'm leaving." You know, whatever. Yeah. But I think that he was like, "Oh." If this is her, if she's already telling me about like her depth of emotional states, that she's just too much, too much for him. Then this and and we just met tonight. You can't imagine what she's gonna be like when she's throwing up, wasted off a fucking six daiquiri. Cobra Tate would have walked out too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Women should clean up unprompted. Unprompted. Sparkling. (laughs) Still waters for poor people. Still waters for poor people. So um, I had a. uh, we talked about last week. I had a show at the Tybee Post Theater where I did like a. I enjoyed. I really enjoyed not going to that show. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank <laughs> I you. had to work. You normally. know who else enjoyed not going to it? Half of the people that bought tickets. What the hell? I thought it was so strange, and people were like, "Oh, it's probably because of COVID or something." It like might that. be because of COVID. There's a lot I'm of like, old people I'm that like, go who there. Gives a f- why would you buy a ticket then? Well, what if they bought it three weeks out, and things have obviously gotten a lot worse here. Man, but you know what? Like, whenever I talked to the promoter Tom Cooler, whenever I talked to him two weeks ago. He told me we had sold X amount of tickets two weeks ago. And then within that two-week span, up, up until the night of the show, it had, like, doubled. So, so it happened, it's happened in the last few weeks because of the podcast, probably. Thanks, guys. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, however many – we're at, like, 230 unique listeners. Right yeah, now. yeah. So I just nice. can't um, – it's just weird, though. Well, why buy a ticket? To, now, look, if you're like, hey, I just want to support something that's happening locally – then just donate, you know, like... Well, I guess if you buy the ticket, you're supporting that specific show versus the donation to the theater itself. No, understood, but give your fucking ticket to someone. Who's yeah. not scared yeah. of going. Did you check Craigslist to see if there was a lot of tickets on there? <laughs> <laughs> fucking scared. Tybee there. Craigslist. Um, and, and, like, especially, like, because, you know, it, during this time, like, 15 bucks is 15 bucks, you know, like... Yeah. Like, you can't have that superfluous spending. And just ask this lady that was in front of me at the store the other day. Oh, yeah? What it, store was this? It's uh, the, the Choose down here on Tybee, the first one, this one that's closest to my house. In our newest they, segment. They sell sandwiches, right? They do sell sandwiches. <laughs> in our newest uh, adve- uh, Adventures in EBT. It's going to be our new segment. Yes. So I'm going to clip this out and put an effect on it. Adventures in EBT. <laughs> so I walk into the store the other day, and it's, it's not a busy time of the day. Or it wouldn't typically be a busy time of the day. It's like fucking Tuesday. I was, I was heading to work or something like that. I was going in to get a Red Bull or something like that. And uh, walk into the store. I see there's a little bit of a line formed. I was like, oh, it looks like it's fucking 4.30 in the afternoon. When, like, no when one, school started, too, so yeah, things are slowing down. A little bit died down, you would think. you know. So as I walked in, I was like, oh, there's a little bit of a line forming. So normally um, they have two people on the registers. But at this time of day, they don't think that they would need the two people in the registers. So one's in the back, you know, like fucking stocking or doing whatever. So I go back and I'm looking for, all right, I don't like the 11.6 ounce Red Bull can. Okay. You want, the, you want the, mid, the mid-size? I don't want the 40 ounce Red Bull can. <laughs> I, I would explode. <laughs> I want the, 20, you know, the one in the middle, right? So they move them or whatever. So it took me a few minutes to find them, to find it. 
And once I did, I turned around, and the line had tripled. So you're like, damn I was it. like, how long did I take to find this? You know, like a, 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 I was in a time If you had had the Red Bull before you yeah, tried right. to find it, you would have been like, ah. <laughs> Where's it? I'll find you. So I thought I was in like a, a time warp or something, like a space-time continuum. I don't know. It was weird. Dan Aykroyd was there. <laughs> yeah, Dan Aykroyd was like, you were in a space-time. You, you fell through the, through the black hole, and you came out on the other you side. You now have a cone head. <laughs> now you are going to buy my Crystal Skull vodka, but it's not vodka. It's made of We're going to tag Dan Aykroyd in this podcast, by the way. So I get, in, I get in this very long line, and there's this fucking old white, like, toothless, fat, two purses... Oh, two purses. Nice. Lady up Bo- there. Both fake designer yeah, bags, right, probably. Yeah. And she's continually trying to swipe this EBT card. And the lady's being real nice. And she's like, you got to hold on. Wait till I hit the button. And she's still trying to go back to the normal credit card machine. She's like, no, we're using this machine over here. They spend about five real, real world minutes on which, that machine, which, which is like 20. When you're trying to go to work, yeah. that's 20 minutes. They move to the next register over. To try and use the other EBT machine on the other side. Because she's like, there's money on there, I swear. This lady that is sitting there is not turning around and addressing what's happening behind her. Like, all right, let's say, like, if my debit card wasn't running. I'd be like, my bad, y'all. Hey, yeah. hey y'all, I swear I'm going to get this figured out in a second, you know. Yeah. Or I'd be like, hey, let them. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Let them come up before me. I'm a, a big bit. believer in, like, grocery store anywhere. If I've got yeah. 30 things, you've got two. Go ahead, go ahead of me. Yeah. So, but she's not addressing anyone behind her at all. So this goes on for another five minutes. I guess they can't get it to work on the other machine. I don't know if you run out of money on EBT. I don't know, yeah, how, yeah, I don't know how it works, but whatever the fuck happened, she pulls out a $20 bill and pays for her Diet Cokes and her two tubs of ice cream. Diet Coke and ice cream. That sounds like a good it was a EBT 12 pack. It was the short, slim 12-pack of Diet Coke. You know what? And two I don't of the know little- if you can buy ice cream on EBT. And there are certain things you can't buy because they're trying to make you healthier. And I, that might be, that might have been the problem. She had a fucking $20 bill in her pocket. Yeah. So. Because why, you need, was she driving a Lexus? No. So, no, no. So is I'm the, sure you watched the car. So, so is the story over? No. About another 10 minutes later, by the time it takes, finally the other cashier came out because she was like, oh shit, what the fuck? Because normally. Rhonda, she, we need you at cashier she, too. Yeah, she wouldn't, she wouldn't have to worry about having the second one there at 4.30 on a Tuesday typically. So when she walked out, she's probably in the back, like, you know, stocking cheese or something, whatever, or sandwiches. Moving the Red Bull around so Paxton can't find she's it. She's like, well, is Paxton coming in? All right, I'm going <laughs> to move the 16-ounce Red Bull to a whole new Just place. the 16-ounce, though, yeah, not the rest. Yeah, yeah not the rest. So, um, so I walk outside, and the car that I had pulled up to, which was like a little beater, and there's a guy inside that I recognized that had come to the bar a lot before, but I haven't seen him in a while. And I was like, ugh. So I made sure that when I got out of my car, that he didn't notice me. Getting head, head dug, sunglasses well, as on. I walked back out, she was trying to get in the other side of that car, and her door was completely open, almost touching my car. So on, you can't get in your car. I can't get in my car, and I know she swung it open with no regard for whether she was going to put a big-ass dent in my fucking 2011 Volvo XC90 with 148,000 miles on it. Shout out to Volvo. Great cars. <laughs> Grew up with Volvos. So I was like, uh, 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 and as I'm doing that, the dude... He's like, oh, Huckapoos. He, that's all he's ever said to me. He's like, hey, Huckapoos. I'm like, hey. Hey, PBR. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that was my assumption was PBR Bud Light. So I walked around the other side of my car and went up behind her. I bumped her on her hip with my hand. <laughs> was it squishy? And she moved. Oh, yeah? I was like, is that all it took? Because I stood there like, excuse me. Uh, but she was like. I think she was looking for change or something. Yeah. She was digging. Or a crack rock? Yeah, probably a crack rock. She was digging deep down into the passenger side of that dude's vehicle. Looking for Virginia Slims. Looking for her dignity? I don't know. But, <sighs> Didn't but, sound like she had a lot of dignity. But you've held people up in a line before. Yeah. Like, it's like, say but not like, they get held you up twice. Dude. And But you turn around and you address the fucking people. All right. Yeah. Before I, before I lost my last debit card, I fucking stuck it in the ATM and forgot to get it out. I've, I've, I've so it ate it. Before. But before that, about 25% of the time that I would use the chip, it would it would, it'd be like chip, not read, yeah. whatever. So that would hold me up for like 30 extra seconds. And even during those 30 seconds, if anyone was behind me at the store or wherever the fuck ever, 
I would turn and be like, my bad, you guys. Yeah, yeah. You want to. Does this all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever. I'm not poor, I swear. Yeah, right. I was like, it's, it's not being declined. It's just like a, my, my, chip, my chip's fucked. I don't know if I discussed this with you on the podcast or in person about me at the Kroger a few months ago when Wilmington Island. I usually go to self-checkout, but when you've got a certain yep. amount of things. If I have a lot of stuff that's from the produce section and all that. Yeah. They can have a really wide variety of things. You, I'll, go to, I'll, go to, I'll go to them. Let so them fucking do it. I yeah. get that it's the shortest line. There's one woman there. And as I walk up, she starts pushing her cart. She's got a shitload of stuff. And she starts pushing her cart away. And is going to go get something else. But she's moving with no sense of urgency. And so I'm like, all right. So she's gone for five, six, seven, I don't know, a long enough time where I'm like, so I bag and pack her groceries in another cart. Now, no granted, it's her stuff. And she's like, she didn't say, excuse me, y'all, I forgot something. I'll be right back. She, she didn't, just left. She took off and took a cart. So she's moving even slower. Okay, she was probably 60. Was she leaning on the cart like to? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. Like it was just, a cane. Just, just moving a little bit. <laughs> so I don't bag her stuff with a lot of care and concern. Like I'm putting in, and the longer it takes her to get back, the more I'm really. And it was I fold a, a, a cart all the way up, but I'm like putting the bread on the bottom on purpose. <laughs> so she comes the back on the bottom. She comes back and she doesn't say, "Oh my God, I'm sorry, y'all," because now the line is formed and like all my stuff's up there lined up. Like I've reorganized my own stuff in the most yeah. expedient manner to be checked out. Yeah. She doesn't apologize. She doesn't thank me for backing her stuff. And so I'm, I'm eye contact staring at her. Yeah. I'm staring at her like I want to fight her when we get outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just keep staring at her. And she finally is like, she looks in her purse to try to find some coupons. And I'm like. I said outlet. What the fuck? Coupons after yeah, all of that? All this. You could have left the coupons when you went to the back. But of, but of course. So she is like, oh, fine. So she doesn't use the coupons. <laughs> she checks out. As she gets over to the cart that I shittily packed, she goes, I guess thanks for bagging my stuff. <laughs> and so I don't want to cause a conflict because it's going to slow down the cashier. Yeah. So right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're good. <laughs> and so if the all cashier right, checks me out, I'm like, if she's in the fucking parking lot, I'm doing something. So I get to my car, I load my groceries and take my empty cart and I watch her. As soon as she gets in her front driver's seat, Craig's car, I go run behind her and put my cart right behind her car. And she's like, what the hell? And I'm like, later, bitch. And Damn, just fucking hey, walked away. Justice. Karma got her immediately. Justice. Sometimes you have to force justice in the yeah, world. And I felt so good about it. And well, I mean. And if I'd been parked close to her, I wouldn't. Like my, my, <laughs> what, what, I have two cars, but one of my cars is unique looking yeah, and yeah. it doesn't look like it. I've never seen another car like it in Savannah so I'm like yeah. I'm less of a dick when I'm in that car but I was parked so far from her that she wouldn't be able to see what I was driving because if I had been next to her I couldn't have done that because I wouldn't want her to retaliate in some way I've got a nice car I don't want it yeah, scratched yeah, yeah. or dinged or whatever messed with later on so and cost $4,000 to get $4,000 while I wasn't there Thursday uh, yeah Oh, that's why you weren't there Thursday. Yeah, because somebody hit my car. I had so many of my friends be like, oh, man, that's really exciting what you're doing. You're going to be hosting a show. You're going to be doing a, a comic. And I had, I had great jokes, Clint. Did you? I saw the shorts. They looked good. I watched the video. I watched the video your girlfriend posted. Uh, but yeah, but I didn't. It wasn't of the monologue. No. You know what no. I mean? It was just of me Did doing Did somebody it. record the monologue? No, no. I thought so. I thought, if I'm honest, I thought you were going to be there to do it. <laughs> I'm not really much of a, a, a recorder. No, but I was like, I was like Clint will surely... Well, I usually work Thursdays, and I took Thursday off to go get my I car looked I knew you took at. Thursday off, but I thought it was <laughs> for, for you. I know. And when you were like, coming to time, you was like, I hadn't planned on it. I was it like, completely I was skipped my mind. Yeah. I, mean, I know. I feel bad. I apologize. I'm, I should have been there. You're like, no, nah, man. Support. I was like, you're off work? <laughs> Anything that can boost our podcast listening, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Could have gone and handed out business cards. I was trying to tell someone, like, uh, like, yeah, we just don't know how to promote it. And they're like, oh, you just got to hashtag this and do that. I was like, I have no. I do need to start hashtagging I was like, I don't stuff. know. It's in my notes of should we start I don't know none of that shit, man. Do, well, do you care if I just start hashtagging Yeah, hashtag anything. Okay. Hashtag Christmas Paul Vodka, hashtag Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, call out to our, our listeners if I'm we gonna have I'm going to start tagging the liquor, you know. Yeah. Please help us with our hashtags. I don't know. If like, you're on a bad Tinder date, let yeah. us know. We almost got a recording, but Rob's like, I'll just text you. I'm like, come on, man. Uh, so, but yeah, so after the break, we will come back with that. Um, with a, well, it was a Bumble date. It was a Bumble date. Oh, yeah, I've got, hey, yeah. Grant Nelson, <laughs> my man, thank you for some content. <laughs> and, I wish uh, I could have been a fly on the wall, so this yeah, we'll, late arriving lady. We're going to refresh our drinks, and we'll be back right after the break. Cheers. You get a lot of noise out of the, out of the rock. It's better that we get noise than, yeah. than, than not get noise. Normally when we clink glasses, it <laughs> yeah, sounds nothing. like a fucking wet fart. You had the chime in. <laughs> oh, 
Well, cheers and welcome back. We have our drinks refreshed. I have a fresh, salty rim. Mmm, very salty rim. And uh, so after the break, oh, we always went to our... the Karen of the week. It's the Karen of the week. Oh, shit. Oh, this shit. week's Karen of the week is brought to you by our friend Grant. Again. Grant Nelson, sponsored uh, Karen of the week. Uh, you know, for, look, find Grant on Bumble in uh, New Orleans, but when you find Grant on Bumble... Grant Nelson, right? Grant Nelson. Don't be my Karen of the week, who is Grant's date. So this is a second-degree Karen, but uh, we'll take this as our first listener submission, I suppose. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll take what so, we So Grant, uh, after we found out after the podcast last week, had a date with a woman, a very large-breasted um, of Spanish descent woman. She said she had kids. Didn't mention she had, like, four of them, uh, twin boys. Like, all, kids of all living in her house age. Okay, so because he... Uh, he was talking about Booga Wolf. Now, all right, Booga Wolf. Booga Wolves, and he said it, or you know, we had mentioned it a couple times last week. So, in doing research between then and now, there's two definitions. One was a woman who, like, purposely, or like, you're doing awesome in life, and she purposely tries to bring you out of it. And then the other, defini- yeah, yeah, it's a, a the other definition that you meet while getting your getting awesome, <laughs> awesome while you're getting awesome that induces seduces you in circumstances you would not normally let happen. Mostly found on spring break. <laughs> You should have saw Tom leaving with that booger wolf last night. With her and Team Wolf here, I thought I was in the thriller video. <laughs> Thank you, Urban Dictionary. But he, so I thought that was when he was saying booger wolf. I thought it was in reference to like women's uh, who have kids or something like that because he's 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 got kids. So you thought I thought I basically thought Harry Harry situations. Oh no no. See, I thought it was either the bugaboo thing where it's like they have an ex. Oh yeah, yeah. So you don't want uh, that's a, that is a bugaboo in the Beyonce def or the what was Beyonce's band before she Destiny's Child Desi- in the Destiny's Child definition a bugaboo I think was like if you meet someone and they have a fucking crazy yeah, ex yeah male or female whatever so his you know his also sp- known as a scrub probably or, or a scrub yeah I don't want no, no love yeah so. He so he's got two criteria: no booger wolves, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and no women with he a didn't, bunch he didn't of want kids. Because he the last woman he dated them. had kids. He doesn't have any kids. Oh, gotcha. but he dated a woman previously with kids for a while, and like it was just it was, he was cool. With the there's a lot of with. obstacles with sure. to come with that. Sure, gotcha. So this Karen, <laughs> definitely a fucking Karen. She showed up to the or date. She's Spanish. She's a Karin. Karin, yeah, <laughs> El, El Karin. She's Latin X. <laughs> Latin so, so they, they decided to do it. They were going to do dinner um, on Thursday. She canceled on that. They decided to do brunch uh, yesterday. So she showed up 45 minutes late. I'm, if, if that's me, I'm instantly turned off. Like, punctuality is important. Why I, make the date if you're not going to show up on time? Yeah, and, and like, it's, punctuality is important. And it could get being a few minutes late. But she also wasn't, like, hand running behind. It was just, like, he was just kind of sitting there waiting for her. So... She comes in, immediately grabs the cocktail menu, and she ordered a fancy cocktail, like a $15, $16 cocktail. Throughout the meal, she proceeded to go down the cocktail list for five craft cocktails at brunch. So she, by the end, is fucking lit. So this is a brunch. A brunch. She's late 45 minutes. Then whatever the cocktail list is, which is like where you upsell every fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. bee's knees, it's only $16. Yeah, exactly. For, the bee's for knees. Ounces. This would be a very, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially with that honey, it was like a $30, you know. Right, yeah, yeah. So she also was wearing spandex to a date. Not yoga pants, he said spandex. Instead, it looked like four pumpkins were in her pants, which is, I guess, why in the pictures she had, it was only like up above big breasts because she was showing those off, but he could yeah, yeah, yeah. tell immediately she'd had... Smuggling pumpkins, smuggling as pumpkins. it were. <laughs> and Grant's not, not a small guy, not a big guy. He's probably about 5'9", probably about a buck seventy. But you're saying he was fooled by the pictures? Yes, because like, she, you know, good angles, a lot of filters. She was purporting not being, not, not being a pumpkin smuggler. Yes, not which, being a four-kid pumpkin smuggler. Oh, man. I'm writing that down. Please P- pumpkin smuggler. Pumpkin so smuggler. she shows up. She's got... 15, 20 pounds on Grant. Not really, you know. But Grant's, you know, still trying to be. He's a very nice guy. He's being open-minded about it. He's like, I'm going to kind of have a good time. But you're time. saying he's kind of like out of it right away? Yeah, because like, the punctuality. The, she, she talks about her kids. Misrepresentation. She's getting hammered and going back to where her kids are getting babysat. And she drove. So she's, you know, very responsible, obviously. She was a bartender. Um, if she's listening, haha. ha um, So yeah, she, absolutely. you know, works her way down the drink list. Took pictures of every single dish they that she had, and was like forming them around for her Instagram. She's like, "Wait, d- don't eat yet." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I and, gotta take photos. And like, even Grant said, even the bartender didn't like her. Like after like the amount of time because the bar it was like a bar table. You're sitting at a bar table. Yeah. So the bartender was like, Ugh. 
Like, didn't like her because of just her attitude, the way she talked sure. to the bar. She was a rude service industry person, which makes it, again— that, That's doubly worse. Yeah, and Grant has never been in the industry, but he's yeah, had but a lot he's of friends. Yeah, but he's just a normally nice guy. So he knows not to treat your, your staff like sure. shit. And so she did, you know, all that. Asked too big to wear jeans, obviously. Um, and basically, it just seems like she wanted free food and free drinks for a $160 brunch. Wow. So Grant threw down, you know, threw down two bills, take care of the bartender, you know, life lesson. And I guess she kind of went in for something, and Grant was like, nope, crisp high five. And that's how my man ended the date, was a giving her five. a high five. Shout out to the that high is, five. That is baller. Because nothing says, fuck you, <laughs> yeah, then like a high, a high five. five. I don't even high five my friends sometimes because it could be disrespectful. Yeah, I only <laughs> high five during like sporting event style stuff. I hug my friends. Yeah, well, football hugs are weird. Oh, touchdown! Uh, hug. No, no, stay here. Stay here. Look at his cheek. No, I don't hug. Oh, I'm they old. go for two? <laughs> you get an extra kiss on the Grab the butt cheek for that. I'm going to do that during the first touchdown of the Clemson game. I'm going to find someone and hug them. Now, it is New Orleans, and like people drink a lot down there, right? You yeah, he's, know, so he's on the other there. side of Lake Pontchartrain. So he's like 30 minutes from New Orleans. He's in a. I can't remember the name of the but town. Was but was the date in their little town? Or was yeah, it's in their town. They've got, it's, it's probably like. Is she from there or is she traveling from She is from, from that area. So she grew up in that area. Um, and uh, Well, so, so now I'm trying to understand. So like there's one aspect that he's, he can be sure of that she was like, this Tinder date, if we go to this place, I can fucking, I can order whatever I want. Yeah. Cat, and, and I think he picked the place because he tried to go. He was going to take her to like a nice restaurant. And I was like, hey, man, first date, like, yeah, don't, go, yeah. you don't want to spend a lot of money. But she made sure he spent $200. But then, as if to be like, hey, thanks for that. Like, do you want me to, like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. A little kiss that's or what I was wondering. And I guess he was like, no, no, you get the Well, that's baller of him five. because some people could be weak and be like, man, she fucking sucks. Like, I know that she purposefully, like, yeah. Brought me out here just to get a like, but at a, least try to get like a kiss or something from her. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or or they would at least be receptive to it. Like I spent fucking two hundred bucks. At least I could do this. I fucking. mean, one of the few bad tender dates I went on, yeah. I uh, gave the girl the Christian side hug at the end of the date. She went in for a kiss, and the yeah. date did not go well the whole time. And she was like, "And do you think she could not tell that the date wasn't going well? Like, not? A, I think ma- she maybe was, she's trying to salvage. It I mean, I, I'm not a fucking dime piece, but I was out of her league. Oh, I because <laughs> she was also heavier than me. She was smuggling pumpkins too, and she Pumpkin had used smuggler. old pictures, not creative angles, yeah. just old pictures. But like at the end of the date, I walked into her car to be polite because we had mutual friends, and I didn't want to ditch her. I, I wanted to ditch her, but I couldn't because she was in a strategic position in the restaurant where I had to dash past her. So, but she came in for the kiss, and I was like, whoop, whoop, a little Christian side Christian hug. Christian side hug. Leave some room for the Holy Ghost right there. I mean, at least it wasn't a high five, I guess. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine how demoralizing it would be. You don't high five a lot of women as a dude. Or ever. I'm trying to think. My sister and I high five. Um, but it's my sister, though. If Different. people want to greet me across the bar sometimes, and yeah. I can't walk around, I, I'll do a hand hug. Yeah. You put it, you put yeah, it like together, that. Okay. And then you close, oh, you close the thumb. You close the thumb. We, we do the, we do the so tickle. It's a hand, so. uh, yeah, well, yeah, we tickle. <laughs> we do the hand tickle. Uh, we're different. That's, yeah. a, that's just what we are. We go back. We go back <laughs> to tickling. So, yeah, that's my Karen of the Week is uh, Grant's by Osmosis because, hey, thanks for sponsoring the Karen of the Week, Grant. And um, thanks for the content. Yeah, thanks for the content. I, uh, I hate it for you that it went that way, but, you know, at least she wasn't a, was she, well, I wonder if she the, was a book of wolf technically by his standards. I mean, I guess, I mean, I need to find out. Our conversation last night was a little uh, yeah, blurry yeah. in so, my mind. So I was texting you last night, you know, about what was going to happen today, and uh, there were certain things that you were responding to that I was like, I was like, this is like sort of out of character for Clint because you were like, say, like not like missing the ends of sentences and like I knew there was some typos. Very aggressive. <laughs> it was super aggressive, and I was like, hey, I was just asking you if we had a Karen for tomorrow or whatever. So then. Uh, so then you told me, uh, you like you gave me a little backstory about your day a little bit. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was at Huckapoo's at 9.45 yesterday uh, for a like, dynasty oh, draft. I was like, oh, it is 12.30 right now, and he's fucked up. Yeah, because <laughs> I drank. I had one drink at the, at the draft, yeah. and then we went to some friends' houses at Danny and Danielle's house. Shout out if you finally listening. Danny. They're, they're never going to listen. Uh, I know. I made him. Like you didn't I took to his show. phone and made him download it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, download it. I'm going to click on all the episodes. Oh, I just subscribe. <laughs> I did all. Yeah, I downloaded all the episodes. I, just the ones I was on. Because he had listened before and was like, couldn't connect well. But now he's like, all right, I'll listen. I'm like, you, have, you, know, you ride around a truck half the day. Check it out. All the people that I tell about, I'm like, look, if you do any driving at all. Yeah, there's your like, podcast time. I get sick of listening. Like, I hear music in my head constantly. So, like, when I'm in the car, a lot of times it bothers other people. Like, depending on who's in the car with me, I'll be like, all right, we'll listen to some music, fine. But like, yeah, my head it. is filled with music fucking constantly. 
So I like to numb out and, you know, listen to podcasts or even like, you know, books on tape. Yeah, I got podcasts going most of the day. I work out to music and I get ready for work when I'm at work with music. If I'm, all right, if I'm feeling like, like not pumped or jazzed to go to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the shower. I will crank up some like at the drive-in or fucking Mars. Oh Volta yeah, I've got a few. Fucking... I've got a few getting ready songs. Yeah, yeah. I got pre-date songs. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday before the draft, run the jewels. Nine forty-five <laughs> in the morning, Vinny and I are jamming out. I'm like, yeah, audio coffee. You get hyped, which is a bad idea because that draft, like, it's a dynasty draft. We do it for like seven years now. So like, if a doctor checked my blood pressure yesterday at ten forty-five, he would have been like, you can't ever watch football Don't again. Ever go to that draft again? Yeah, it was a. Uh, it's very intense, very quick. I, I did fantasy for a little bit, but the thing was, like, towards the end of the – like, I don't work in an office. And, like, 80% of the guys that were in the league did work in an office. So they're sitting in front of a computer all day. They have out, a lot of time. Outside of doing their actual fantasy job. football, not in any other kind of – But you can fucking – you can fantasy football all goddamn day because you're sitting at a fucking computer on the internet. And you can, like, see if he got more than 80 yards versus the Green Bay Packers in July 22nd, you know. Yep. Uh, football in July. Yeah, exactly. See, that's why I was so good <laughs> at the fantasy. But what happened was towards the end of the year, I kind of gave – I didn't give up. Like, I was still kind of in the running, but I would forget to switch my lineups a little bit, and I'd be that, playing that, someone that, – That's annoying. I'd be playing someone in the playoffs, and I wouldn't even be starting my, like – you know what yeah, I mean? I would have hated you. Yeah, good. Yeah. I want to be hated because yeah. of things like that. Yeah. We kicked somebody out. We kicked uh, – I don't give a fuck. We kicked Kevin Smith out of the league this year. Yeah. Because he would he would tank. and So it's a dynasty draft. So you keep your players forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a rookie draft. Last place gets first pick. So he would tank to get the first pick once he realized he was losing. Really? Like, oh, yeah. That's, that yeah. sucks for a bit because if you're playing somebody and, like – if I'm playing, you know, person, if I'm playing Vinny, and then Kevin's playing Danny, and I gotta beat Vinny to get into the playoffs, and Danny, if Danny, you know, to outdo Danny, but Danny beats Kevin because Kevin ain't playing nobody, then yeah. like he got it in cheaply, right? So, and we kicked this motherfucker out. He didn't even contact anybody to see if, like what was going on. <laughs> we, like, put Winky, we put Winky in, which was a bold move. It was wow. AJ and I's idea though, and like but the, he'll he'll care about it. Well, he, t- well, he wasn't there for the draft because he was going He's to out of town. Yeah. Uh, so he summer had, he had, a, he had somebody else do his picks for him. Uh, Should have phoned in. <laughs> Have, he did okay, but like la- the year before last, Matt Sullivan couldn't be there, and I was on the phone with him the entire draft, which is hard to do because yeah. I'm doing for me and for him, yeah. but I didn't need a lot that year, so I was able to do both. You were in the war room. And Eric does the bidding when we do the auction because, you know, how Eric wants to, to run shit. Oh, is he a ham? Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So, but he's like, go on, watch, watch. I'm like, hey, man, hey, there's two of me. Give me double the time while I figure this out. Right, yeah. But this year, uh, shout out to Danielle if you are listening again, I guess. She's not. Um, she did the board for us, which made it way smoother. Because usually, like, Eric has to write auction, and AJ's keeping. Like, there's a lot going on. A lot of moving parts. Yeah, and I can't do the writing because my handwriting is like I talk fast and sloppy. <laughs> I mean, it's like a fuck. Yeah, it says, it's like, a, what is it, a sad salad or something? I have, yeah, yeah, last night in my, uh, in my stupor, I, uh, I made, I make notes to podcast notes to kind of see what the, you know, what I'm going to talk about this week. And so I'll make notes sometimes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And last night I just wrote sadness sad, salad. Sadness, sadness salad. Sadness salad. I don't know what the fuck. If, if you could, know what it is, please email me. If I could talk to my younger self, I would ask my younger self, what did sad salad yeah. Sadness salad. It sounds like a cool thing, I guess. I don't know. So I, I, I saw a sadness cocktail last night. Well, so there's a buddy of ours that lives down here, and he can be a bit aloof sometimes. Like he's, a, you know, he's a he's a sweet guy. Oh, yeah, he's a sweet guy. I'm not gonna say his name, but this is my impression of, hey man, what if life was in like 3D? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what if real life was actually in 3D? I'm just man? saying, man, I'll fuck a cactus up right now. <laughs> man, I can't invite no girl over to my house. I haven't even cleaned my commode in the past two weeks, man. You can't invite no girl <laughs> over. You ain't got a clean commode. If you don't have a good impression of him, you're not for You ain't Tybee. You ain't Tybee if you don't have an impression of this guy. So I'm working the outside bar yesterday. On his 19th cell phone for the year, too. I think we have four of his fucking old cell phones stacked up. I've never met a human being. He loses one once a month, at least. Oh, yeah. So um, so he had been there kind of all day by the time. I get there at 5, so he had probably been there since like 2 or 3 in that afternoon. Yeah, so I left like, at noon. He wasn't there then. So he was uh, he wasn't there then? Okay. So no, I left, I left at noon, so it was. But he was pretty lit. And uh, He gets lit pretty quick. He does, yeah, yeah. I stole his watch one time early. when he was drunk. <laughs> like I took it off like his hand. I took, his I, I, David blamed his watch. <laughs> and he was like, and I was like, hey, man, check this watch out. He was like, that's a pretty cool watch. Got went just like that. Dude, I'm like, I got a time. It's just like that. I was like, it's man. your watch. He's like. Uh man, you're like magic. I'm like, oh no. You're like David it Copperfield. It was like eight thirty this time too. So, 
You ever wonder how someone could get a watch off your arm when you're completely aware I of what's going on? I just didn't see coming. I can't believe I went to court drunk. <laughs> so he's drinking a high life. And uh, I can, you know, you, you can tell when someone's getting close. You're like, yeah. all right, let me just be, you know, vigilant whenever they might want. So it's down to like uh, a third full. Right. It's sitting at the outside bar. And we have a little roof over the outside bar. But when it rains, it drips onto the bar in some places. So you would normally move your beverage away from right, right, the trip. Yeah. But the rain came kind of quick. Like, it was like, I mean, it was cloudy, but... It was in spurts yesterday. But it was just like, blow. Yeah. Like, it, it all came at once. So um, so it started coming down. There's a little bit of confusion around. You know, everyone's trying to, like, move around or whatever. Well, while this is happening, the, the, the wash of the rain coming off of the roof is going directly into his high life. <laughs> so it still tastes like high life. So, just, he, so he comes back and he looks around and he looks at it and he was like... I, I watched it process. He was like, I thought I'd drink more of that beer, but apparently I didn't. <laughs> so I watched him. I was like, shut up. I was like, nah, there's no reason to stop him. Like, He'll be him. all right. He picked up the beer. He's like, because <laughs> so, I was like, I was like, and then I waited. I was like, he's going to, he's going to notice. Notice it tastes like Because the thing was, with the, with, the, with the velocity of it coming off of the roof, like it foamed, like it looked like <laughs> yeah. someone had knocked a beer over. Right. And then it foamed up at the very top. But I watched it go through his head. He was like, bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> never, never, never noticed? <laughs> no, I mean, he never said anything. He ordered one more after that. I, I that just bought me like 10 minutes of not having to get him. I, I, I like nights where he like, he'll, he's just super hammered and he'll be like, let me get another red stripe. And I'm like, there's three beers there's in this bar uh, that belong to you. There, like, yeah, there's one down there. There's one over there. There's one over there. He will he will order a beer, leave it on the corner over here, yeah. walk away and be like, man, I can't find my beer. Let me get it. You know, like somebody's you're at a house party and someone's drunk, they do that, whatever, but he does it at a bar. All the fucking time, too. Uh, yeah, it's not an irregular and thing. Sometimes it'll just be behind his elbow. <laughs> I can't find my beer. He's like, man, uh, well, he'll lose it, and then he'll be like, "What's up, man? You, I can't get a red stripe." Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. It's oh, right there behind you. That man. But um, there's so there, so, my Darren. There's this guy next to him, and uh, well, they you know they existed at the same bar for a period of time, but um, and this is like this is a general Darren as well, um, but this dude did it yesterday. So, if you're at the outside bar, we have outside tables as well. So the guy, like, there's these two girls sitting at a table over there. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, whenever they're done, I want to take care of their tab. I was like, cool. I was like, cool. They're not my table, though. So right. there's, there's the girl whose table it is. Tell her. Like five or ten minutes past, he's like, hey, man, can I take care of their tab? I was like, I don't have their tab. I don't know it because I'm not serving them. Did you talk to Kaylin? He's like, no. So I was like, all right, this dude's like, he's okay, it wasn't the previous guy we were talking about. Yeah, he would have right, been confused right, yeah, by this. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Perplexed. Yeah, yeah. So I went over to Caitlin. I was like, hey, he wants to take care of um, their tab whenever they whatever. So he goes over and gives her a tip. And he comes to me and he's like, hey, I gave her a tip just to. Uh. So I think that he paid her and gave her the tip. For both, both of his tabs. For, well, for at least for, at okay. least for them. Because I still got a tab with him for what he had from me. So I guess they hear about it and they come up and chat with him for a little bit. And then he continues to buy them a few more things or whatever. So it worked? Well, not really. Did he have previous knowledge of them? No, no, no. This is like a complete cold call, really. Not a, so, not a, um, not a bad move, though. But, like, but the thing is, like, this dude's at least in his 50s and they were at least in their 20s. Oh. Was, so, but the thing is, he's not the type of... Uh, he wasn't like, I'm going to get man, laid. He wasn't man-spreading, he wasn't man-spreading on waiting on them oh, to come okay. up there and sit in his lap. He wasn't expecting to get laid. But like, he kind of... He was being a little flirty? A little flirty, but just like, you know, he just likes to be out and be social. You know, okay. That's, so they come over and hang out for a little bit. Did you know this guy before this? Kind of. He's been in a few times. Okay. But uh, the thing was, so I was like, um, uh, so he was ready to close out. And I was like, uh, all right, it's uh, X dollars or whatever. And he's like, uh, I want to pay for those two girls' tabs. I was like, did you not pay for it with her? He goes, no. I told you I wanted to, I wanted to take care of their tab. I was like... I told you I don't have their fucking tab. So I have to go find the girl. Yeah. And I was like, hey, did he pay for that tab? She's like, no, he just gave me money for a tip. I was like, well, how much was their, was their tab or whatever? And she was like, this much. I put it on. I charge him. He tips me for his tab. But not for theirs? But not for theirs. So, okay. no, but still, I'm saying, if you're going to fucking 
if you're going to take care of someone else's tab, you, you tip. You tip. You're, you're, I mean, I would tip. I've tipped both of you. I would have tipped her and you as well. You would think, but and see now. Did that's, he tip like a good percentage on I his mean, tab? That's okay, I guess. But the thing is, it's happened to me before, and typically, he was okay. But it's more of the general Darrenness of Darrenicity, Darrenicity, Darrenosity, where there will be people that are like, I want their tab, their tab, their tab. And then they only tip for theirs. And then the other people, they're like, oh, someone took care of my tab. I'm leaving. See, if someone takes care of my tab, I'm tipping. Tip. Even if that person tipped, like we get that at work a lot. People will call ahead and buy someone's food, drop a credit card. It's auto 20 unless they specify it more. To, to so if more, I take yeah. the phone call, I'm like, you want to leave your server 25%? They're like, yep. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I'm going to get this table, by the way. Because <laughs> 50% of the time, they're going to also tips. So you're going to get a lot of, a lot of Especially it. if they're not expecting to have their meal taken care I, of or I, whatever. We don't, you don't. We don't tell them till the end. Of course not. I'm like, hey, you're, you're, course you're not. taken care of because that's the way you do it. But usually they also want to, like, oh, can you charge me a penny yeah. so they can tip me or whatever. Yeah. But then you have the other Darren situation, which sort of sparks off of that one. You'll have a guy or whoever. Um, hey, what do they want? Like, I don't fucking know what they want. Get them something on me. And I'll go over and, like, they don't need anything right now. They have, like, a full drink. Well, get them something on me. I'm like... I'll write you down if they end up wanting something else. Yeah, it's but like, I can't force drinks on somebody. And the thing is, they're like, hey, will you tell them that I, I'm going to... They don't want the notoriety. I'm not your fucking... I'm not your, your messenger. Yeah. So don't use... It, like, if, That's not my job here. I'm making drinks. I'm not, like, if you I'm not be spitting a, game for you, stranger. Exactly. Like, don't use me as your fucking go-between, which I don't mind. Like, if, if people know each other, they're like, hey, there's Ricky. Hey, will you get Ricky a shot for me? Yeah, because they're ordering it for him because they know he just walked in the door and he's pro- and he always does a shot of Jameson when he walks right. in the door. Right, that, ma- that makes complete. But sense. this fucking cold call shit, and I've had it happen to me before. Well, there would be a guy there, a girl will walk in on the other side. He's like, "Hey, will you go get her a drink for me?" I'm like, "All right, fine." She's like, "Oh, thank you," and then nothing ever happens. Another girl walks in. He's like, "Hey, will you go grab her a drink for me?" And by that time, I'm like, "It didn't work the fucking first time." Yeah, it's probably not going to work this time. And I'm not going to be. She's your, with a guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not going to be the one that goes out. So then, so that'll happen. End of the night, I'll be like, your tab is $84. Like, no, it's not. Like, I'm like, don't you remember buying them two shots? Them, them two, two blue moons? Yeah. Which one? Which ones? Did I, who did I buy? I'm like, this is not, I, this is not my fucking $84. This is your tab, I don't sure. care if you don't fucking tip me or not. Like, let, let this fucking be over with. Notice that you're a loser, so whatever yeah, right. you want to do here, buddy. But then there's certain people like our friend Russ. Yeah. Russ Neely. Russ is a tab picker-upper. He picks up tabs and he tips like a motherfucker. Yeah. He's a, he's a Kevin Carpenter tipper almost. Yeah. So it's like, I, buy your friend's drinks. Buy strangers' drinks. But take care of the bartender. But take care of the fucking bartender. Because you're also making the bartender do extra work by having to not just make this, but also be like, hey, this has happened. Da-da-da. And when you walk over to people that don't want anything right now, they got a full beer or a full drink, and you're like, hey, he wants to buy you a shot. And they're like... Well, what, what kind of shot? And I'm like, hey, what kind of shot, buddy? He's like, whatever they want. Fireball. They're like, oh, I hate fireball. They don't like fireball. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, now you, you, your job is not. And now there's six other people waiting to get a fucking drink that I know what they're fucking drinking. Yeah, but, but you I'm can't. Running you're running back and forth between you two fucking retards. Each like, come no. on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cement a, mixer? You ever had a, some kind of tea? You want a green tea, a white tea, a pink tea? What's a pink tea? Is this cranberry? I just made then? that up. Yeah, let's, oh. <laughs> let's just add cranberry to a white tea and that's pink there tea. There you go. It's, that's hey, it. we just made a drink. What, what was this called? The a night in jalapenos, a night in Montezuma, Montezuma, a night in Technoctalin, a night inside a night in Cortez. It'll kill you. Streak will ruin your civilization. Cortez, it's really grown on me. I'm really. I switched. I was looking at. I was like, man, I run down there when he's talking and grab the bottle. See, if y'all don't know, I have to drive like. 15 to 20 minutes from here when I leave, so I have to... But we don't get really drunk on the podcast. <laughs> I've left a couple times where I've been like, Ugh, which is now why, like, today we had, uh, I brought Publix chicken wings, and uh, it was, uh, you know, if you've ever had Publix hot spicy chicken wings? Ah, oh, delicious. Fire. Delicious. Fire. So we well, ate, that- almost all the flats are gone, though. <laughs> Because we're both flat guys. I mean, yeah. everyone knows that. There's like a bunch of drums. There's like 15 drumsticks. I'm waiting for Travis to wake up. Um, I'll take him to the corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, y'all can throw these in the fryer and sell them yeah. to someone. Yeah, rub the breading off there. Um, I, uh, yeah, the one time I, uh, that I was like noticeably drunk on here was like our second or third episode. 
and the computer kept fucking up on the second half of the episode, so we had to restart like three yeah, times. We, we kept drinking. We kept drinking, but we had to restart. That's the one where, like I, where we, could, we were having some word stumbling at the end there. <laughs> I was like, so Karen uh, is a lady. <laughs> She, uh, she sucks. Uh, yeah, fuck, I don't her. Like her. Right, fuck her. That, that was the was that the old fashioned one? Maybe. Yeah, and I was I was leaving and I was like, I get in the car. I'm like, it was Ooh. bourbon based. So yeah, I, I bring a Cliff Bar in the car in case I kind of <laughs> I get pulled over. My, my my some whatever my strategy is to just start munching this Cliff Bar. I was I just left a workout, which I'm is a terrible a... dry ass food to eat when you've been drinking. You're like, hello, I like, officer. I uh I was I woke up. I was like a teenager. I just have this memory like really ingrained. I got super drunk. It was like, you know, I was like 19 and I didn't like, uh, I wasn't like a great drinker then, but I was like, I was pretty good at it. Not great. But I passed out in the back of my buddy's car and I woke up at like four in the morning and I was like, where am I? Okay. I'm in his car. I don't know where they are. And I was like, I'm fucking starving. I'm somewhere on St. Simon's, like near a field somewhere. And he had a fucking bag of flaming hot, uh, uh, Cheetos, Cheetos, but the little like the not the not the puffy ones, but the little crunchy. Oh yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 the thin ones. And I was so fucking hungry. Oh no! So I started pounding these things, not realizing that there was no water. There's nothing in the car, huh? There's literally nothing in not the car. Not even like an old metal yellow on the floorboard. Nothing. nothing. You're just so I'm wasted, or like you know, waking yeah. up from passing out. I ate half the fucking bag, and like I've never, <laughs> never <laughs> suffered. Ah. So then, whether I was, and you know, when you wake up. From being passed out, you're thirsty as fuck. Any yeah. fucking ways. Yeah, I'd have gone and find a spigot on the wall and just drink right out of it. Dude, we were literally like in a field. To, uh, oh, like, so yes, you had we nothing. We were on St. Simon's. It's time to drink your pee. <laughs> Got to do it. Got to do it. Let me tell you about the first time I drank my pee. Oh, were, were, you, were you in the war? Were you stuck in the jungle? <laughs> I was at home. No, St. Simon's. St. Simon's, <laughs> 1999. Where it smelled like the war. Keg <laughs> <Cake> party. <laughs> Well, cheers, guys. Thank you for listening again this week. This is episode 30. We turned 30. 30! 30. Woo! And uh, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.